Hello, everybody. Happy 4th of July Eve. It's July 3rd, 2023. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. And we've got your all of the entertainment really in one spot here, even on a holiday week. Isn't it weird? It's it's the day before 4th of July, which falls on a Tuesday. What do we just take the whole month of July off? Why not? I uh, hope you're having barbecues and remembering what it means to celebrate Independence Day. Don't blow your fingers off making fireworks. Jeez, how many firework fingers are we going to lose every year? All right, that's just me, your, your mom. And don't get out there and play with explosives. All right, we've got an explosive preview of tonight's episode of The Bachelorette coming to you right now on Bachelor Rush Hour. <laughs> everybody i'm recording this from my mobile studio in sunny san diego california i'm actually going to be driving to the desert right after this so um bear with me if my normal technical prowess does not feel like it's in full effect here we've got a makeshift setup my dog sitting in his doggy stroller right next to me and yes, he has finally had an accident in the Tesla. I <laughs> got a brand new Tesla, and the dog has christened it. You know when you get a boat and you got to slam the uh, champagne on the front of the boat to uh, christen the boat? It's good luck. Well, it's also good luck when your elderly basset hound um, has a skid mark in the back seat. But luckily, we got one of those dog um, sort of like uh, kennel things that get, you know, like the uh, the cloth that covers the whole thing. He's okay is the point, but just some, I uh, wanted to paint a picture for you here that uh, traveling with with an old dog is a lot of fun and it really helps you learn how to practice um what do we call it radical grace for that lovely little fur ball that we have there all right so yeah we'll be going to the desert tonight no live streams before or after tonight's episode i will be traveling but we do have a live stream today on the patreon where i'm sharing my roast of katie thurston that's right on today's bachelor rush hour podcast i'll go over um, the preview for tonight's episode of The Bachelorette, share a couple of clips for you, but also let's discuss a little bit of last night's roast of Katie Thurston. It was her 32nd and a half birthday, and she got together a ragtag team of comedians and Jess Ambrose, host of Your Mom and Dad Pod, uh, to get together and roast the hell out of her. I'll tell you this. I'm going to share my roast on the Patreon in its entirety. I don't quite feel comfortable sharing it here. You've got jokes that make fun of... Um, Different, you know, from everything under the sun, body parts. Uh, uh, there's, a, I have a Chris Harrison joke, a John Hersey joke. I have a Blake Moynes joke. I have a joke of, uh, what else do I have a joke about? I've got a joke about, um, I've, there's lots of different jokes out there. And they can't all make it publicly because that's just not the environment for the party. But I'll share one of those clips with you guys. Do you want to hear it right now? Let's do it. Here's a clip of my roast of Katie Thurston. And what you have to know is I was following Jess Ambrose, the very popular host of Your Mom and Dad Pod. And by following her, you know, I had to address who she was. She's got beautiful tattoos. She's kind of like a cool, edgy hipster type. And um, so I, I wove some of my jokes about Jess into jokes about Katie. Have a quick listen and I'll have my full uh, version of the roast available on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Here it is. Just a quick clip from last night at American Comedy Co. You didn't know Jess has a successful podcast. <laughs> Comedians in the green room. That means she gets paid to do it. <laughs> She's also got these tattoos. Who are her tattoos? <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are permanent, right? Yeah, unlike uh, Katie's engagement. 
Time Magazine this week, and she isn't even featured on her only OnlyFeed account. I, I think I'm more overqualified to be here. I kind of feel like Greg Grippo on her season. You might not know this about Katie. Katie threw out the first pitch at a Seattle Mariners baseball game. They knew right away that she'd be good at that job after she threw out Chris Harrison. All right, there it is. Free of charge for you fine folks over here at the Bachelor Rush Hour podcast. And if you want to get the full thing, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal, and you can listen to the full roast there, along with I'll post my full stand-up set where I introduce Katie. And we did a Q&A too, which I probably shouldn't share here because it's only good, you know, it's not, you know, you can't share other people's stuff. You know, so you have to leave something for the live audience, right, folks? Anyway, all right, let's do it. What, do you want to get right into the preview for charity season, or do you want to do some other pop culture news. Let's start with some other pop culture news here. Um, we've got uh, a, this sort of da, debate happening about how much money um, Vanna White should be getting paid now that Pat Sajak is leaving Wheel of Fortune. So Pat Sajak was leaving and they're saying, you can't just bring a new guy in and have the new guy get paid more than Vanna White. It's turning into what I love to see, which is a nice sort of like pay discrepancy issue happening uh, in the public eye. Uh, Claudia Jordan had said, Wheel has enough money for Ryan and Vanna to be happy. Don't pressure him to give up any salary. Uh, here's what she had to say. And this business makes a lot of money at the talent on the shows. The advertisement that goes on during these high-rated shows is astronomical. Ryan Seacrest is in this business to make money, right? He should get as much money as he can get. And Vanna White should have her representation get her as much money as she can get. I don't think it's fair to start asking people to sacrifice some of their money. It's not a football team. It's not like, you know, when Tom Brady was willing to give up some money for his team. They're, they're, they're a TV show, and it's way different than a, than a sports team. She's right. She, she, essentially what she's saying is they're making so much money. There's no salary cap. We can pay Vanna White more money. My question is this. I don't know why Vanna White needs any more money. I mean, she's made millions of dollars for, what, 40 years? I mean, I know. Uh, but, of course, if Ryan's going to come in and start making quadruple what she makes, I mean, she's the one, Vanna White's the one pushing all the buttons, doing all the stuff out there, right? So we'll have to see. She said she wants to get at least half as much. So the old wage gap, uh, right, says that women only make 70% of uh, on the dollar of what men make. And so she's saying, just give me 50% of what Ryan Seacrest is going to make. I I'm the one here who's been here since the beginning. Um, Vanna's fighting with Sony for a huge raise after only making $3 million a year for the last 18 years. She wants half of Pat Sajak's current $15 million paycheck. First of all, she's entitled to that, but it all comes down to the free market, right? If they don't want to pay her, like they'll find someone else to do the job for probably minimum wage, but that sucks, right? I'm, I'm all about like putting pressure on them to do the right thing. But at the same time, do you know they only film what, like, don't they film like 40 days out of the year or something? You know, because they stack these episodes up. They probably film five or six episodes a day. Either way, good on her. Very interesting story in a time where there isn't too much going on. Well, I've got Barbie, the new movie, getting banned in Vietnam. I'll have more on that story after a quick word from our sponsors. And you know me, I love a good geopolitical, uh, international blockbuster issue. Barbie, the movie, banned in Vietnam over South China map controversy. And here it is, folks. You try to, it's like, I guess if you're marketing a movie, do you trying to win over the Chinese market or the Vietnamese market? China's obviously a bigger market here. Vietnam has banned domestic distribution of the Barbie movie due to its depicting unilaterally claimed territory in the South China Sea. You know me, I'm South China Sea expert Dave. 
Dave Neal here, and we like to cover all of this content. Barbie shows China's controversial nine-dash line, which was designed in an international arbitration ruling in 2016. The nine-dash line is drawn on Chinese maps to highlight its claims over areas of the South China Sea. Vietnam and China have been engaged in a long-standing territorial dispute over overlapping claims to an energy source in the South China Sea. It reminds me of um, <laughs> it reminds me of Top Gun when in the latest Top Gun movie, not giving anything away, they never say who the enemy is. They don't want to offend people and say the enemy is a Afghanistan or Russia or China. So it's just some random uh, country that they never, you know, it's, it's very much um, nondescript uh, people. And it's like, <laughs> there's so much money on the line. Barbie's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. China, we'll, we'll share your map. And then Vietnam's like, well, we don't believe in that map. And it's like, okay, well, what about the flat earthers? Are you going to show the flat earth map too? You know what I mean? Pick a side. Hopefully it's the right one. And I know nothing about the geopolitical issues in the South China Sea. But please don't get me canceled over there. I've been looking forward to touring the South China Sea pretty soon. Here's a story we can all get behind. Jada Smith introduced psychedelics to the entire family, says son Jaden. And while this uh, while this headline seems a little wild out there, you know what? I think a lot of families could benefit from a little psychedelic action, if you ask me. During the Psychedelic Science Conference in Denver, of course, I missed out this year. I really wanted to go to the Psychedelic Science Conference. 24-year-old explained how his mother, Jada, of course, Jada also, I think, hooked up with his friend. It's a whole... It's a, that's a different story. Get her name out of your mouth. Started using the plant-based medicine following with which others in the family, including Will Smith and Sister Willow, followed suit. When they say plant-based medicine, are they talking about mushrooms here? She said, I, uh, Jada said, I think it was my mom, actually, that was really the first one to make that step for the family. He said at the Psychedelic Science Conference in Denver. It was just her for a really, really long time. And then eventually it just trickled and evolved and everybody found it in their own ways. Jaden also noted that his son... Use of psychedelics helped him build a stronger bond with his 22-year-old sister and half-brother Trey Smith, 30, who is Will's son from his uh, past marriage to, to Cherie Zampino. All right, so very interesting. I don't know what your thoughts are on the matter here, but... Um uh, I think Jada said, I struggled with depression for so long. I mean, crippling depression. And the thing about plant medicine is that it helps you feel better, but also solves the problem of how you got there in the first place. Look, I'm not one to tell anybody what to do with their bodies, but I do have to say there is something to be said about trying more holistic approaches to resetting the brain. Um, you know, you've got, um, what's that guy named Paul Stamets, I think, the mushroom expert who had, um, he, you know, he, he said he was cured from stuttering after, after taking a bunch of mushrooms rooms and people have felt rewired based on, uh, and again, don't take this from me. I've actually never done mushrooms, but boy, I wouldn't be opposed to it if it helped cure me of any of my issues here. It's, it's certainly an option to the powerful pharmaceutics that are out there. And speaking of other options that can help curb your anxiety, today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing can curb your anxiety and keep your creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. Microdose is available nationwide and to learn more about microdosing thc go to microdose.com use code rush hour to get free shipping and 30 percent off your first order links can be found in the show description again that's microdose.com code rush hour we love that microdose has been a loyal sponsor and if you haven't tried them already give them a shot folks i actually have a nice microdose every evening a little hot tub uh, time pop a little microdose and melt into my pillow all right we'll be melting into our pillows tonight as we 
Get ready for the second episode of uh, Cl- uh, Charity. Oh, say Clarity. Clarity for Charity. Charity's season of The Bachelorette. Let's watch, or listen to, I should say, a couple of her trailers for tonight's episode. Have a listen. Dating 19 men. Boy, am I ready for it. Tonight, some are cruising. Well, I haven't felt this spark in a minute. Others are bruising. I am on the edge of my seat. Whose endgame material? I'm crushing on you. I am. And whose game is about to end? Seems like Brayden's here for spring break. This is an engagement at the end of this. I'm not here for spring break, so go home. Coming up tonight on The Bachelorette. And I've got one more trailer, maybe two. Here is actually an extended clip that they dropped on Good Morning America this morning. Here's an extended clip of Jesse preparing the boys for today's group date. I am looking at the 19 men that made it through night one. Congratulations. How different was last night versus what you expected? You know, we're battling for time, but I don't really worry. I'm patient. I'll, I'll let you know when it's time to work. <laughs> Ray, congratulations on getting the first impression, Rose, man. How'd it feel to get that? Honestly, dude, it felt surreal. I mean, she definitely made me sweat for it. When I heard concerning and then my name following that, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so that's Brayden. Now, Brayden, I actually got a chance to meet last night after the show. He had his dual earrings, which, by the way, so many women are shaming him for wearing earrings. Are we, are we all about equality? Can a guy wear earrings or not? I mean, maybe he wants to dangle some love from uh, from the old, uh, you know, what uh, lobe or something. You know what I mean? I, I, don't mind, uh, I don't mind a guy who wants to fancy up his lobe, but the lobe is a un uh, it's a um, it's an untapped market for for the male uh, jewelry game if you ask me but either way i met him he, these men are so big i'm like 510 511 on a good day after yoga you know if i've been uh, in one of those uh, decompression chambers uh, sitting upside down like a bat uh, for 12 hours maybe i'm 511 but either way these guys are all like 6162 built like a brick shit house just strong sturdy men i'm like what do they put in the milk of these kids these days. Either way, it looks like he's going to become a mild villain. It just looks like that's the edit because he has the early first impression rose and people don't like he's kind of braggadocious about being, you know, wanting wanting to keep on getting all the roses. It's kind of like a very much um, Olivia Caridi where you kind of are first impression front runner and you're confident and sometimes that doesn't play well with others. But either way, when I met him, he was a nice guy. He came to the stand-up show. He said it was great. He was sitting in the back and had a good time so nice guy no qualms there let's finish the clip sometimes i'll you know speak before i think and i'm like what did i say with that said we got some dates this week all right there are going to be two group dates and there is going to be one incredibly romantic one-on-one date got a date card right here right there for you gentlemen wishing you all the best of luck very eager to figure out who made a great enough connection with Cherry to get that next opportunity. Coming up tonight on The Bachelorette. Well, hey there, Gene. Okay, so anyway, that is your preview for tonight's episode of The Bachelorette. What do you guys think? They said that the ratings were down a little bit, but uh, I think that's, you know, look, it's summer. You know, they always have these stupid shows like Wipeout and American Ninja Warrior and whatever fun shows, but they have this the non-scripted reality for the summer because not as many people are watching TV, so they have gimmicky stuff. So will that be good for charity season? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think that the, 
the standard trajectory of people that want to watch this show will watch it. But I tell you right now, I don't know if it's because the Reddit has been um, on their little boycott where they stopped, uh, you know, uh, uh, posting. They kind of like shut their account down for a few weeks. And now they're, I guess, going dark on Tuesdays. I don't really know what they're doing. But my, my question I'm asking out loud here is, will this stop people from wanting to comment on the show or will they find new places to react? I really don't know. Um, and it's also too early for me to tell you if this is going to be a great season or not. We can say, oh, this season's amazing. We kind of say that every year. But the truth is, it's really going to come down to the final two or three episodes. And will all of the lead up to getting to know these different cast members, will that lead to more turmoil when the love really hits the fan, as we like to say here? Uh, when the love hits the fan, uh, the shit hits the fan. Okay, but anyway, that's going to do it for the preview. And again, no live stream before or after tonight's episode. There's no spoilers out there. There's no one commenting. There's nothing sassy. There's really nothing. This is just the, uh, this is like when you're playing the, you know, um, I don't know, some card game with your family. This is the part where everyone's getting along. And then in a couple weeks, we're going to have the dad who doesn't know how to handle adversity because he's got lead poisoning. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? He's just triggered by things that he doesn't agree with. He's never had people stand up to him and he just flips the board and declares Monopoly over. That's what's going to happen in a few weeks. And then we'll have more to talk about. But in the meantime, we're just setting the deck. Let's do this. I'm going to come to come back with some final thoughts, but let's do a quick word from our sponsor. And then I'll be back right after that. Okay, not much going on in the Bachelor world, but uh, Vanderpump Rules Season 11 is already filming. Ariana Madix films Vanderpump Rules with Sheena Shea and Katie Maloney after Scandaval. Yeah, there was a clip that went around. I won't share it here because it's a very visual clip, but it's just Ariana like grind grinding on one of her friends or whatever at the restaurant. As you do in your late 30s, you do grind at restaurants. It can happen. She wore a denim mini dress with metallic gold platform heels as she stepped out in Los Angeles on Friday. Friday, July 2nd. She was at, wait, Friday, July 2nd. Hold on. Today's July 3rd, right? So how could Friday be July 2nd? This, these articles stink. Friday was June 30th. Okay, these people, you know what I mean? Either way, they got the article wrong. Who wrote this thing? Uh, Nicole, you're, oh, well, someone someone needs to um, uh, figure that out. Anyway, there they are. They're getting ready. They're living their best life, but not all of the cast members are there. Uh, Pump Rules Instagram account uh, shared this um, uh, uh, article here. Raquel Levis finally negotiating to return to Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules is already shooting season 11, but the person who is the centerpiece of all the drama, and by centerpiece they mean the person who, the homewrecker, Raquel Levis, aka Rachel, just began negotiating with Bravo this week, and there are complications in sealing the deal, TMZ has learned. Sources with direct knowledge to TMZ, Bravo Production and Raquel's team began talking about a new contract just three days ago. We don't know the specifics of what was discussed, but it's standard operating procedure in the entertainment business to make salary item number one. Whatever terms they have already discussed, it appears none were deal breakers because the negotiations are continuing. Now the problems. Our sources say Bravo did not want to even begin negotiating with Raquel, with Raquel while she was getting treatment in the mental health facility she's called home for more than two months. The reality, if Bravo jumps the gun, it makes a deal and brings 
her back too early, they could face legal peril if she backslides. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. So you ask, why did they begin negotiating this week? The answer, because our sources say Raquel will leave the facility soon. That gives production the green light to start the negotiations. And of course, people have wondered here, now this is just my opinion, uh, whether or not Raquel was actually in a mental health facility. But it's like, look, what defines a mental health facility? I'm about to go to a nice pool in Palm Springs for the week. That's a mental health facility to me. I'm going to read a magazine. I'm going to see who wore it best, you know, which celebrities, uh, you know, test their avocado before buying them, you know, all the things that uh, helps my mental health get back together. Now, here's the practical problem, TMC says. The longer Vanderpump Rules rolls camera, the harder it's going to be to integrate Raquel into the storylines. No one wants to pressure her to come back too early, but they want to show with lots of drama. A source connected to the show tells us production is ready when she is ready. Now, listen, I don't care if Raquel only comes back for the last episode of season 11. They will integrate Raquel into the storylines. The storyline is Ariana overcoming her cheating long-term boyfriend. I'm pretty sure the show's going to figure a way out to uh, include um, yeah, Raquel. Now, the question will become... Well, you know, Ariana, and, and again, if you're not following any of this, I think I think you should. I mean, if you like Bachelor, I think you would like this show. That's just me saying, oh, you like pizza. Maybe if you like pepperoni pizza, you'll also like lasagna. They both have cheese and carbs. And um, uh, Vanderpump is the carbs of the uh, of the uh, dietary reality world here. It is not good for you, uh, but um, it keeps us addicted, right? <laughs> so anyway, I like a good analogy when I don't know where it's going. So. Raquel, um, you know, Ariana said, I'll never even be in the same room as Raquel or Tom Sandoval. But as Raquel, as um, Ariana thrives, you know, you might see her not care anymore and get, if she's completely over them, she might even want to be in the same room as them just to show that she's better off now. And she really is. I mean, she's gotten a million different ad deals, probably made a million bucks. Could you imagine a world, you know, getting cheated on would suck. Getting heartbroken, that would all suck. But imagine if in the process someone said, hey, we're going to give you a million dollars and the whole country is going to be on your side. You'd be like, you know what? This isn't too bad. You know what I mean? So she's making the most out of it. And if that's not a good uh, American capitalistic tradition, making the most of a bad situation, I don't know what is. But either way, I enjoy very much um, the irreverent conversations around reality TV. And I am very happy and thankful that you guys could all be a part of my channel today. I, don't, I really don't have much else to say, so maybe I'll cut this early a few minutes. Uh, maybe you're out there getting your, um, I don't know, burgers ready for uh, the uh, 4th of July. We had to get out of town. There's too many fireworks that go off in our neighborhood that um, the dog just gets really stressed out. and he, he can't really comprehend what the hell's going on. So we just thought it'd be better to take him on the road. The last time we were in Palm Springs, uh, which by the way, is a super gay-friendly um, hotspot in the desert. It's a, it's a total blast. The last time we were in Palm Springs was probably four or five years ago when there was actually a couple serious earthquakes to hit the uh, Southern California area. And it was actually, uh, you know, not to make light of the situation, but we were out at a patio in um, at a uh, at a Mexican restaurant having margaritas and the earthquake hit and it, everyone kind of like like felt it for like five seconds and you know we're surrounded it was a you know a, you know very, very gay friendly uh, neighborhood and this guy just kind of shouts uh, earthquake and he goes free margaritas for everybody and then everyone else cheers and it's like woo 
<laughs> and I'm like, listen, if I'm ever stuck in a national uh, natural disaster, it better be with my gay friends because there's no better place to be than being an ally to the people that want to party as the world <laughs> sort of goes through a hiccup. Uh, but either way, uh, like I said before, I'm going to have my roast available for you guys on the Patreon if you want to check that out and donate. It really helps out, especially during these slow times when there isn't too much to talk about. So I appreciate very much so the Patreon community. They help us with uh, monthly memberships. And if you're new to the channel, uh, obviously, we just appreciate you for being here in the first place. You listen to the advertisements. It helps us pay the bills. But for those that um, actually want that extra added value, I try to go live, uh, you know, mostly every day um, and give you guys as much extra content i do have to say i think and i get not patting myself on the back i think our patreon gives more per dollar than any other patreon in the world because we get we do about eight to ten hours of live streams a week but either way we appreciate those that have stuck around for that and for you guys rating reviewing and all that jazz thank you so much i'll be back tomorrow for a fourth of july episode i don't know if we'll have any youtube videos we will have a bachelorette recap i know that for sure and if there's any other news to get to we will get to it but but I hope everyone has a fantastic week and we'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.